Hey, it's Pastor Jeffrey Graff with Faith Family Church, Next Gen. Thanks for tuning in. I hope this message brings truth, clarity, and hope to your situation. God loves you very much, and I hope you feel that today. Enjoy the podcast. What up, everybody? I hope you're doing good today. We're in the middle of a series called Vibe Check. Everybody say Vibe Check. And we've been talking about when it comes to our emotions, we can either control our emotions or be controlled by our emotions. You pick. One of the other happens. So I have a title of my message. I'm talking about happiness today. So the title of my message is The Happy Heart. Everybody say The Happy Heart. I don't know who you would think of if I were to ask you who the happiest person that you know is. For me, I probably think about my mom. If you know my mom, she's just so happy. She wakes up smiling, not a care in the world. And we used to always say stuff about my mom like, man, my mom is just made so happy. Like, she's just wired so happy. And then as I got older, I started thinking like, no, my mom actually has gone through a lot of hard stuff. When my mom was, I don't know, I guess in her 40s or something like that, her dad died. And he died a lot earlier than they expected him to die. Uh, She had to move from Houston to Victoria and leave all the family she's ever known and just start over from scratch. When I was in middle school, a doctor looked at my mom and told her that her husband was probably going to die in the next 10 years. She's gone through a lot of hard stuff, yet I've never seen her forfeit her happiness. And so I've lived my whole life, you know, thinking, oh, my mom's just so naturally happy. My mom's just wired to be happy. But the truth is my mom has worked to be happy. A lot of times happiness is hard work. And we will work really hard at a lot of things. Hard at sports to get a good grade. I mean, to get a spot on the team. Hard at school to get a good grade. But will you work hard on watching your heart so that you can have a happy heart? If so... I'm going to show you how today. Go to Proverbs chapter 15 with me. I'm just going to take three verses and show you how the Bible talks about a heart that's happy. You got the underlined part. Proverbs 13, it basically says this. A glad heart, that's bad, let's do it again. A glad heart makes a happy face. A broken heart crushes the spirit. It's basically very simple. It says when your heart is happy, your face shows it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Good job, everybody. This isn't rocket science, man. I mean, if you were to open a present on Christmas Day and it was really what you wanted and your heart was so happy, your face would naturally be like, ah. If you hit a game-winning shot or any of your teammates hit a game-winning shot, your face would naturally be like, oh. Essentially, this is a silly first point, but you'll see where I'm going with it says this, a happy heart, number one, shows on your face. That's what the Bible says. Now, like I said, happy face might seem like a silly point, but I want you to notice what the Bible doesn't say. Watch, 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 watch. Verse 13, one more time. It says, a glad heart makes a happy face. Then it says, a broken heart, and you would expect it to say, makes a sad face, but it actually doesn't say that. It says, a broken heart crushes the spirit. So watch this. If you're happy, happy face. But if you're sad, it doesn't always show on your face. No, no, no. You could be really sad on the inside, and you could still happy fake. Corny, but listen. 
as I've been a pastor, I've seen a lot of people who are really going through a lot on the inside, and they walk around, but that is not really how they feel. In their spirit, it's crushed. I counsel people every week. Sometimes I'm sitting somebody, and they're sitting in my chair in my office, and it's somebody that is in the lobby smiling. What's up, bro? Good to see you. And then they come to me for counseling, and I'm like, man, I had no idea all that was going on in the inside of your heart. They're really good at happy fake, and it's not really a happy face. I'm guilty of this. When I was first the pastor here, August 2019 was the year that I came, and y'all, I worked really, really hard to the point where it wasn't healthy. I never took off days. I never rested like the Bible would tell me. And when you guys saw me, I was smiling, and I was happy to see you. But it was more of a happy fake than a happy face because inside my spirit was tired. And I thought I'd just make you laugh a little bit, okay? I got a picture of uh, September 2019. I've aged a lot, but my nose is still the same size. Here, put it up. But look, there I am, all happy. That's Ryan Colley. Where, where's Ryan at? That's Ryan Colley. Give it up for Ryan Colley, everybody. Okay? And this is me. Hey, it's good to see you guys. Welcome. To hey, they're taking pictures for us checked up. Um, it's good to see you guys. What's up? And it really was good to see you. But my heart was tired. So when it was just me and Eden and I was in my safe space, look, the, the next, don't pity, put it on pity yet. The next picture, you can still see Ryan just a little further. And look at my face right away when it's just me and Eden, boom, do the picture. <laughs> I was, but hey, that's a lot of people. Okay, that's not just me. A lot of us walk around, yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. But inside, when we're alone, we look more like that. Yeah, 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 it's good. But when everyone's gone and it's just us, you know that there's some stuff heavy on your heart. It's not a happy face. It's a happy fake. And this might seem like a dumb first point, but here's what I'm trying to tell you. God actually wants you to be happy. God did not send his son to die on the cross so you could walk around faking it. God really wants you to be contagious from the inside out so that your smile is real. So that your smile is contagious to other people. God wants you to get your happy back. Like the you, like the favorite memory of you where you're like, man, I was so happy in that point in my life. God wants you to have that all the time. Everybody say, get your happy back. So maybe you're like, okay, fine, Pastor G, but how? Well, keep reading, keep reading, keep reading. The next verse, it says this in verse 14. A heart seeking understanding is hungry for knowledge. Okay, but the fool feeds on trash. It's interesting. The happy heart, they seek out good knowledge. But the sad heart, it just feeds on trash. In other words, the condition of your heart depends on the information you take in. And I can't help but wonder, okay, when it comes to your social media, to your Netflix, to your music, what are you taking in? Truth or trash. Sometimes I'll come just pull people's AirPods out their ear and they're like, oh, stop. And I, I hate it because the AirPods pauses it. But every now and then the AirPod will glitch and I really get to listen to what they're listening to. And it's always a glorious day for me. Listen, I don't know what you're listening to, what you're watching. I don't, but what you put into your body, not like food, but your social media, your Netflix, your, your music, 
whatever you're looking at online, that affects your heart. So is it trash or truth? You can't take in whatever you want and expect it to have no effect on your heart. You just can't. So the second thing about a happy heart is a happy heart seeks out truth. Everybody say truth. Let me ask you a question. Are you taking in trash or truth? If your music is always depressing, don't be surprised when your heart's not happy. If your Netflix shows are always dirty, don't be surprised when your heart's not pure. It affects you. And don't let me get started on social media. I always say, I'm not one of those people that thinks social media is, you know, from hell. Okay, it's not. I use social media. But this says a full feeds on trash. And that just gives me the perfect opportunity to think about your feed. You know, it's literally called on social media. It's literally called a feed. Why? Because you are consuming it. So what are you looking at? Truth or, truth or trash? A lot of us, we're so sad about the way we look because of the trash we look at. Especially young ladies, listen to me. Be careful what you compare yourself to. Some of these accounts you follow that make you feel so bad about yourself, guess what? They are photoshopped. Of course you're going to be sad you don't look like them. And even if they're not, that account thinks that what you look like on the outside is the most important part about you. That is trash. Unfollow it or always be sad. You got to pick. What about, go ahead, Miss Jessica. Some of you always walking around all mad. What's going on with the madness in your ear? Listen, if all your music is about guns and violence, of course you're going to be mad, man. Of course you're going to be always ready to fight. Music's talking about being a man as if being a man means beating another man. That's not true. That's so dumb. You want to be a man, go help another man. Go pick somebody up. But if you're, if you're always putting in trash, you got to pick truth or trash. And here's the hard truth. The hard truth is that truth is hard to find. Truth is very hard to find. If you just wake up and let whatever information you want to find you, then God knows what kind of trash you're going to find. But if you actually say, no, 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 I'm going to do my best to seek out truth. I'm going to go to the word of God. I'm going to try to understand it the best I can. When I come to church, I'm not just going to goof around with my friends. I'm really going to try to listen and say, God, if you really have something for me, then let me, then let me receive it. I'm going to take notes. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to receive truth because I can't find it anywhere. But I promise you, truth affects your heart. And so many of us are just putting lies in. Lies about what success looks like. Lies about what you should look like. Lies about what a good relationship would look like. Truth or trash, man, you got to decide, but you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't have a happy heart and consume whatever the heck you want. It just doesn't work like that. So, what time is it? 8.21. I'm blazing through this. I'm skipping a lot. But in Jesus' name, you're receiving it. Okay. Can I have verse 15 now? So next verse, this is how he kind of ends it. He says this, for the despondent every day brings trouble. For the happy heart, life is a continual feast. Now at first it seems like he's saying this, the sad person always just has troubles, but the happy person always has a continual feast. That's not what he's saying. He's not talking about 
what they do in life. He's talking about how they view life. You got to keep reading. Watch, watch, watch. Verse 15, one more time. He says this, for the despondent, every day brings trouble. For the happy heart, life's a continual feast. But look at the very next two verses. Verse 16. He says, it's better to have what? Little with fear of the Lord than to have great treasure and inner turmoil. Verse 17, a bowl of vegetables with someone that you love is better than steak with someone that you hate. Happiness is not just about having a good circumstance. It's not at all. In fact, the happy person is eating vegetables. The sad person is eating steak. But the happy person is eating vegetables with somebody that they love, and the sad person is eating steak, but there's no love in their heart. So what I'm saying is we base happiness off our circumstance. How is my life going? Do I have veggies or steak? Did I get into what I wanted to get into? Did I not? Base happiness off circumstance. But maybe happiness isn't about the circumstance on your plate. Maybe it's about the character in your heart. That's what God would say. You want to find happiness, here's the third thing the Bible would tell you. The happy heart, it sees character, meaning love, joy, peace, things like that. Character is greater than circumstance. Everybody say character. Greater than circumstance. And I'm not talking about just having a positive outlook in life. Anybody have those friends that are just too positive, they make you mad because they're not in touch with reality? No, I, I am that person. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Somebody the other day, their aunt died, and was like, well, y'all weren't close, right? And I was like, that's not what you asked. It's a weird thing to ask, man. Just be sad with them. I said yesterday, like, your car breaks down. Anybody drive, right? Okay. Any? Okay. Your car breaks down. Then there's always that one friend that's like, well, at least we're by the convenience store. And you're like, no. You did that? Yeah, no, my car's broken, okay? I'm not talking about I'm not talking about just seeing the good. Listen, listen, listen. It's not about just seeing the good in everything. I'm asking you to see the God in everything. To ask yourself, even though this situation is bad, even though my home life might be bad, school's tough. God, what are you developing in me character-wise? Because character is always greater than circumstance. The Bible always teaches that your character is greater than your circumstance. Go read the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul would be writing letters to churches, and these churches would be getting persecuted, just completely killed or beat up for believing in Jesus. And he'd be like, hey, guys, I'm praying for you. And then when you'd look at what he was praying for them, he wasn't praying like, I pray God kills your enemies, or I pray God delivers you. No, he'd always pray like, I'm praying God develops you so that you can have joy right now in that circumstance, so that you can have peace right now in that circumstance. In other words, he was saying, hey, guys, what's going on around you is not nearly as important as what's going on within you. And it reminds me of Psalms 103 when David says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is Within me. Within me. Why? Because you can't control everything around you. No, no, no. And if your emotions are based on something out of your control, your emotions will always be out of control. You've got to base them on something more sturdy 
The happy heart sees that character is greater than circumstance. And I told this last night, and I was debating telling y'all, I don't know if it'll hit the same with y'all, but I'm not just saying this. I've lived this. I've had seasons of life that were not very good, okay? When Eden and I, that's my wife, which, by the way, she moves back home tomorrow. Um, and if you don't know, we've been separated for 15 months. So it hasn't been like an easy thing. It's a big deal. So next week when y'all see her at SM, y'all make sure to give her a hug, all right? All right, good. Um, even if you don't know her, she'll be like, hi, it's good to see you. Okay. When we moved here in 2019 from Los Angeles, I think I had $28, period. We loaded up that Penske truck with all of our stuff in it, and we prayed like, Lord, please don't let anything break, because if it does, I don't know how the heck we're going to pay for it. I know this doesn't hit the same, because none of y'all are like the man of your house or the provider of your house, but go try to be the man of your house with $28, knowing if anything breaks down, you're going to have to hit up your parents or her parents, and she still has school on the horizon we had to save up for. It was terrifying. There were circumstances that were not nearly where we wanted to be. But you know what? In that season, although our circumstance was bad, we said, let's make sure that our character is good. I'd rather have vegetables with love than steak with hate. So if we're going to be eating veggies right now, let's at least make sure we're loving each other. Let's at least make sure that we're happy, that there's joy, that we are focusing on the right things. And there were times where we couldn't do what we wanted to do can go to a fancy restaurant, but we'd go to like Chick-fil-A or McDonald's and get an entree, no water or no meal, no fries, no drink, and just drink water at home. One time we wanted to go to Top Golf really bad, but we couldn't because it's like, yeah, we can't go to Top Golf. So we just played Monopoly Deal in the backyard and we had a good time and laughed till we cried. But you know what? Those are some of the best memories I have. Not because my circumstance was good, but the character was there. You cannot base happiness on a circumstance. You got to base it on a character, man. I promise you. I promise you. And I'm proud. I'm not going to call out names, but I'm proud of a lot of the people in this youth group because I know that you've walked through hard things, sicknesses, parent problems. And to you, I just want to say, make sure that your circumstance is not as important to you as your character. Because God will be developing things in you. And those things will serve you well. Because when life goes on and your circumstances change, guess what doesn't change? What God developed in you. If God developed in you contentment, then whether you have a little or whether you have a lot, you'll still have your contentment. If God developed in you love or joy or peace or, or perseverance or, or toughness, guess what? That doesn't leave you. Job might fire you, college might decline you, whatever, but the circumstance won't be where your happiness is tied to. Your happiness will be tied to a character and to a God that's unchanging, and ultimately, that's what happy people know. So let me recap. The happy heart, first and foremost, it shows on your face. Secondly, it seeks out truth. And thirdly, it sees character greater than circumstance. So happiness is available to you, but you might have to work for it. Let's pray. Thanks so much for listening. If you live in the Victoria area, stop by one of our services. Church is way better with people. So if you're between the ages of 18 to 29, check out our Instagram at ffc.ya. All of our service info is there. And if you're 6th through 12th grade, check out our Instagram at ffc.sm. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And even more, I hope it brought you closer to God. Have a great day.